0: Let's pray, and then we'll jump into our testimony time for today. Father God, Lord, we exalt your name. We glorify you. Lord, you are holy. You are worthy of our praise. And so Lord, um, you've called us to be one community and fellowship together. And so Lord, we want to represent the fellowship that we have together here today in our gathering. And Lord, we not, not just the fellowship we have with one another, but the fellowship that we share with you. So Lord, would you be honored and glorified as we worship you together, and as we praise your name, it's in your name, Jesus, Amen. Okay, so our campaign that we are wrapping up today with a family service, which we wrap up every campaign with a family service. So be looking for those at the end of each campaign. That's kind of why I'm saying that. So check your email and text updates as as we're coming to the end of a campaign for when we're going to have the family service. Uh, The campaign was called The Life Revealed, and in this campaign for Advent season, what we did is just walk through 1 John 1, 1 through 4. So let's read that again, and then I'm going to ask a few questions of you uh, that are themed towards what we talked about in the campaign, and if the Spirit's leading you, feel compelled, feel free to share share your answers to these questions. Love, love this time as I get to hear how God's been working in you throughout this campaign, whereas most Sunday mornings, you guys just hear my take. Now I get to hear from you as well. All right, so 1 John 1, beginning here in verse 1, John writes, What was from the beginning, what we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes, what we have observed and have touched with our hands concerning the word of life. That life was revealed, and we have seen it, and we testify and declare to you the eternal life that was with the Father and was revealed to us. What we have seen and heard, we also declare to you, so that you may have fellowship along with us. And indeed, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We are writing these things so that our joy may be complete. Just by way of sparking your memory again, so that hopefully it'll fill in some context for the questions as I ask them. If you've been joining us, you should have a good bit of context running in the background of your mind as we read these verses, but allow me to just kind of summarize it briefly here, and then we'll get into some of our questions and testimony time. When John writes that life was revealed as the big idea of this passage, he's not just referring to the incarnate Christ, he's referring to the gospel. The meaning of the incarnate Christ along with the uh, incarnate Christ. So the theology of it as well as Christ and his life and the way that he lived, what he taught, what his death means, what his resurrection means for us. And that life is the eternal life. John, the other apostles, they have seen it. They've testified to it. Uh, this gospel was from the beginning, he says, just like he opens his epi- or his gospel in John 1. He and the apostles, they've heard it. Jesus was physically in existence among them, so they saw him, they have seen him with their eyes, and they have touched him with their hands. They've also observed that theological meaning of Jesus' life with that term observed. And Jesus is the word of life. He is, in the gospel, the life revealed. He declares it to them so that uh, they, his audience, might have fellowship along with us. So this is that idea that we talked about and how we share in fellowship with one another in this mystical union that we become one in the body of Christ, right? We're not uh, just an individual alone on an island. Paul's favorite example is the body of Christ. But when we believe in the gospel and we're brought into this gospel community, so we share fellowship, and this fellowship is deeper than just friendship or just connectivity. It's this mystical union. It was often used to talk about marriage marriage. And we are one together in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one, right? And indeed, he says, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. So belief in this gospel that the apostles preached and taught doesn't just bring us into fellowship with others. It brings us into fellowship with God. And there's nothing sweeter than that in all life, of being in fellowship with God. And then his last reason for writing is that so that our joy might be complete. Not just your joy, you'd expect him to say, but our collective community joy might be not just in part, (laughs) but complete. So We can have fullness, complete joy in the gospel when we center our life on that. Jesus is again, and the gospel is the life revealed. Okay, so first question. Ian's gonna be running the mic around. Oh, Ian was just enjoying a nice cup of tea back there, and I interrupted him. If you don't know, Ian doesn't drink a lot of coffee. He drinks more tea, right? Is that still true? It's coffee. It is coffee this morning. Okay. Mm. Just trying to get a good conversation starter with Ian out in the lobby. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. So the questions I left quite vague and very general to give you plenty of room to operate in these, okay? So even if the question up there, even if you want to take it even in a different direction, perhaps, of what we talked about in this campaign, about perhaps the life revealed, um, perhaps about the apostolic witness and how that's important for your faith uh, and how that helped you grow in your faith and helped you have confidence in the truth of the gospel, you can go that direct, those directions, that's fine. I just stuck with the three applications of the text just to, for brevity, um, because sometimes when we do this, you know, we get we get a lot of answers, and that's great. So, how have you experienced fellowship with one another in this mystical union that we share in the community of faith? How have you experienced that? If you can limit it to like the last year, perhaps, but if you need to expand it out broader than that, go ahead.
1: I think when we think of fellowship, we usually think of joyful times. And I just want to share that I've been walking through um, some very painful things with a group of women. And people have been very open and sharing their pain and their wounds with each other. And through that, we have grown closer to each other. it's been awkward at times because we're not really used to doing those things. We we typically like to stuff that. And um, I just want to say that I've been very blessed by that. So thank you. You know who you are.
0: Amen. Amen. We have any more? Oh, thanks, John.
2: <laughs> Before I share, would you mind just walking out from in front of the podium so we can all really take in those new boots there? Gosh, you These are my Christmas
0: presents. I mean, present. look yeah. at
2: these. Are we these are sharp. Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's, yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. <So> <laughs> those are nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks, bro. <laughs> the <laughs> i was hanging out the because we only had one service today the the music and tech team we we were hanging out a little bit before the service and it's been cool over the last few months there's been a, a few new people added to that team um and it's uh it's a really good group right now of the 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 sense of community and being on the same page so i'm just really thankful for uh for that i've been on I've been on a lot of music teams over the years and and that's not always the case, and so I'm, uh, I'm just really thankful for those relationships and the, the trust that's there, and um, I think that comes through when we're um, leading worship together, too. So very thankful for that, for that
3: crew. Amen.
0: Any other experiences of this genuine fellowship that we can share with one another? So Remember, it, uh, it often happens in the lobby or as I grew up, um, we called the gymnasium the fellowship hall, right? <laughs> Ours is the sanctuary, we just moved some chairs and convert it to a fellowship hall. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes it happens there, that's not necessarily fellowship in and of itself, but that's usually the scene of it. John? Oh, Savannah, too. Okay. John had his hand up first, so, yeah.
3: During the holidays, we normally sometimes uh, wreak havoc and forget about what Christmas is all about, but this Christmas with our family was not that havoc. And so I'm glad that I got to spend fellowship with them if I think that's what the world means. Word
0: Good, wonderful, John. I'm sure your parents appreciate that.
3: Um,
4: I have actually really enjoyed this year. We started a women's ministry. And um, it, to be honest, that's like the one area uh, that I kind of told God when John got called to the ministry. I was like, all right, Lord, anything but women's ministry. I will do anything <laughs> but that. And um, I just felt very inadequate. I had some pretty painful experiences with women's ministry growing up. I went to a very large church, and um, God has way blessed that. I mean, I don't want to speak for all the women, but um, for for me personally, it's been a huge privilege and honor, truly, to um, get to know the women, my sisters in Christ here, and to just experience, um, you know, a very special bond that we have with with women, it's you know obviously we're all one family with Christ, but there is something special about um, just the relationship between my sisters in Christ and I. So I thank each and every one of you that have been involved in any way. It's been a true privilege to get to know all of you, and um, yeah, I've I've enjoyed it a lot more than I thought. So. <laughs>
0: Wonderful, Cindy.
5: don't usually like to talk into these things, but I just wanted to share how, I almost picture a beam coming down from from the Lord and then just reaching out into so many areas of our life that I've mm-hmm. seen through through LifeBridge and then also just through our personal life, but through um, the way that we can share our experience in Israel with, with friends of ours who have traveled there or, or who have been behind, but but how the Lord was so real in that country, um, and you know where where Christ began His earthly ministry, and then to um, in other areas of our life where uh, LifeBridge has, through its um, online ministry, reached out to our family members in other states, and you know brought the dedication of our grandsons to. To reality, um, which was huge for us, so many um, with the women's ministry—just how you have grown and stretched the women in our church, or me especially—to um, do things that we don't normally do comfortably. But how the Lord is just working in our lives in so many ways. Mm-hmm. The fellowship is certainly a huge part of that. Mm-hmm.
0: Thanks. Amen. Thanks, Cindy. Um, if I could add too, it's um, Cindy kind of touched on this. And When you're worshiping here on Sunday mornings, um, realize that there are people that aren't here, that LifeBridge is reaching, as she said, and um, through the daily devotionals and, and streaming the sermons and listening to them, um, there's a, a larger outreach from this church than you might realize for people who aren't here all year round or have family members other places who um, can't call LifeBridge their home but are still part of this congregation, and I want to thank all of you and pastor john for for making that available. Thanks, Dan. Thank you, Dan all right, I'll wrap up this question, and I was just reflecting this Christmas season on the things that I look forward to the most about Christmas and one of them one of the primary ones is always Christmas Eve service and it's it's just thinking about it this year it's primarily just that I get to like see you guys <laughs> like. And we get to hang out, and I just love having conversations with you out in the lobby and hearing about your christmas and when At the end of service, when I came up here and turned around and everybody was holding up the candles it 's such a beautiful scene right of of just our belonging together in our church family so can 't put words to it very well, but it 's just the sense that I get of just I love that time, and I just long for it so Alright, next question. How have you experienced fellowship with God? This one is a little bit of a deeper question. Um, It can be um, kind of a concept that is difficult to, again, uh, put teeth to. But as I've been saying in this campaign, there's nothing sweeter than just fellowship with God. So maybe it was a time in the worship as we were singing together. Maybe it's a conversation that you had with uh, brother and sister in Christ. And in that conversation, you just felt something else like happening in you. Maybe it was even the first time that you experienced fellowship with God when you accepted Jesus and you felt the Spirit of God and you knew that God was with you and that you were forgiven, that you were saved, you're brought into the family of God, the people of God. And all of a sudden, now you have experienced what it means to be with God. Have you experienced something like that? Have you experienced, um, maybe it's a time of prayer, perhaps. Maybe it's a time of just reading scripture. Um, It's a beautiful moment where you just felt God's presence and you knew that he was with you. You experienced this fellowship with God, this union with him and communion with him.
3: Michael. Well, um, I wasn't sure which way to go with this, but I'll give you the first one that came to mind. And I swim a lot. And when you're in the water, it's a body massage and a mind massage. And so many times, um, I, listen, I listen to an mp three player as I swim. He will put a song that is ministering to me into my mind and and goes into my heart and I have to keep repeating that song again and again and it becomes a theme not only for uh, that day but multiple days and I see on the future of those from those days that I've received the song to meditate on, where he was preparing me for something that I was going to be encountering. And uh, that's the real presence of God for me. Mm
0: right that's a good question to probably journal on to and to spend some time just reflecting on and to remind yourself of those moments when you've experienced fellowship with God um, for the times when it you, you don't feel it as tangibly or as heavily so that you can return to those and say yes now I remember and remember what it's like to be with God have you experienced complete joy in the gospel? <laughs> we talked about this briefly on Christmas Eve. It was in the devotional this last week. Um, this joy that we are brought into in the gospel, it's not always just this like happiness. It's not always that you have to have a <laughs> smile on your face. You can be sad. You go through times of sorrow, but you can still have this deeper abiding sense of joy. And this joy that we have in the gospel, it's Complete, complete fullness of joy that God brings to completion. It's a fruit of the Spirit, right, that the Spirit produces in us. So how have you experienced this complete joy in the gospel? Again, whether it's when you first accepted Jesus, maybe it's just in your life with Christ when all other circumstances have of your life say, like, you should not be joyful, but you can still experience joy in the midst of that. Have you experienced any times like that in your life?
1: Elaine, Happy New Year. Um, I have missed a lot of things like the fellowship that you have in the women's group on Saturday. And um, I'm going to try in 2024, but complete joy. Um, I was not feeling well on Christmas Eve, so I opted to stay home. Well, made it apparent, God made it apparent to me that I was not alone um, I, I lay down and I had um, my Bible app read several chapters of the gospel to me and then I put um, Christmas music on that was all spiritual and this overwhelming it was just the lights around the room I just had all the Christmas lights on, not the, you know, the other lights on, and it was just, um, I just felt, oh my gosh, the Holy Spirit just being with me, and just giving me this amazing peace, and amazing joy. It was a very joyful, mm-hmm. joyful Christmas Eve, and I missed all of you, but. God was with me right where I was. And just remember, He always is right there, wherever you are. You're never alone. Amen. Thanks, Helen.
0: Any others? No, Rachel.
6: Okay, I told my husband I wasn't going to share today. (laughs) I couldn't stop myself. Okay, so I lost both my parents this year, and it was really hard. Um, I went through a really dark time, but before that, the Lord had brought me through his, um, a time where I would—he would—I would put on a worship song, and His Spirit would just be there. And every day, I had that experience all through the summer. It was so beautiful. And so when I was going through this really dark, heavy time. Um, I just started putting on that that worship again, and God met me again and again and again and got me through it. Um, I thank you for those of you that prayed for me, but um, just that that knowing that no matter what I'm going through, that I can press into worship and He will bring that joy in the even in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. It's really beautiful.
5: Yeah, our circle group got together at Christmas, and we had a bunch of prompts, and we told stories of traditions and different things that we had done through Christmas. And I remember it being a, a real joyful time, because when you remember things that you've enjoyed about Christmas and traditions and funny stories and things like that, God God makes you very thankful, mm-hmm. um, even if there's hard things in there. Mm-hmm. He brings up a lot of things that have happened in your life that you tend to forget really easily when you're... In the moment. And uh, so that time of sharing stories was, was really a, a very joyful time. Mm-hmm. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
7: I like this question. Complete joy in the gospel, um, John. I really liked your whole campaign on the irresistible gospel. I think when we talk about how irresistible the gospel is, and we we talk about um, all the elements of our faith and things like that, it really does stir up joy in us, and um, you know, make us so thankful and grateful that um, we we have one another and fellowship and. God and then the complete joy that He brings us um, for being part of His family. Mm-hmm. And I really liked what you also just said about the Christmas Eve service. Mm-hmm. Um, it gave me a lot of joy to see all the children coming up in their little costumes and things <laughs> like that because I think what you're doing by creating that uh, opportunity for fellowship and bringing the gospel to life in that manner is really powerful and really completes our joy.
0: Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Hmm. Just just had an idea. I don't know. I don't know if this is a good idea or not, but um, (laughs) we'll see what happens. Um, So I don't know how I want to do this, but... Let's say let me let me kind of lay it out first, and then I'm going to ask you to ask you to just do a quick show of hands um, poll that how many how many of you have whether it was like grown up in a tradition or you've experienced faith or your your experience of the Christian faith was not this right? For, I, I think there's I think there's a lot in here. That's why I'm that's why I'm kind of asking this question where you're. Um, your perception of the faith was not that God wanted to give you joy, right? Your perception of the faith was that I needed to do work harder, I needed to do X, Y, and Z, like zero fun, sir, right? That was your perception of the faith when in a, at a younger age or a younger uh, maturity level in your Christian faith. How many of you guys have grown, been in that experience of faith before? Okay. Um, I think it's, it's good for us as a church to just see that this is, um, this is the experience of faith that so many of us have had growing up or in a younger, again, less mature level of the faith. And to just know that God, God wants to give us complete joy in the gospel. And so if we're not Experiencing growth in joy, then I think we're we're missing something of what God wants to do for us. That the faith is not just a joy killer. <laughs> it should be joy-producing. All right, I've got a couple more. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Let's let's just lean into the um, <clears throat> to the New Year's theme here, and. <laughs> Broadly, how have you seen the Spirit of God grow you into Christ this year, past year, broadly? Any moments of growth, any victories, any wins in your life where you've seen, felt tangibly God at work in you? And
2: I can go again if nobody else wants to i think i am um, continuing to learn um, what it means to to not try to achieve my faith and and um, you know the, the idea that what we do and how much good we do and how how many good deeds we stack up i was taught my whole life that that wasn't what faith is that I feel like I'm still learning what that looks like, and I'm, my understanding of 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 that continues to deepen. Um, and so that's been a big thing for me over the last couple of years, and, and this past year, for sure as well. Of just you know, if if I don't achieve, if I don't accomplish what I set out to do, um, you know, the, I I that can be okay. Um, because because of who I am in Christ. And it's it's been a healthy kind of uncoupling of those things over the last uh over the last stretch here for me. So yeah. Yeah. somebody else should go. Thanks, John.
0: <laughs> Sometimes you just need someone to break the ice. So ice broken. Okay. Uh, <laughs>
8: Last year, I started uh, listening to the Bible a day on Spotify. I, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> it was the ESV version, but um, through that, I was able to get so much more context and what, like, various scriptures that, and books that I rarely ever experienced before, and it provided so much context for the gospel and the Bible and everything like the prophecies and just how many times the Israelites were just bad kids, (laughs) to put it bluntly. And it it provided me with a lot of growth in that that area, I think. Mm -hmm. And now that the year's ending, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself because (laughs) I've gone through it all, which is kind of interesting, but I've obviously forgotten at least half of it, so, you know... Maybe. Maybe I will. But uh, that's one part where growth came from for me was from listening to the Bible every day. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Daniel.
0: Yeah, I think Tia over here had
8: one.
9: Um, I grew this year in a way that I hadn't done a long time or ever. I've never taught in a Bible study, so I've been part of lots (laughs) of Bible studies. But when Savannah asked a lot of us to give a 10-minute devotional for the women's Saturday morning. That was something I wasn't super comfortable with but said I would do. Um, and it was so much fun. Just the time I just spent researching, um, and it was kind of funny because I thought I was going to do it way earlier in the year, didn't I had my person picked out. Of course, that person got covered months <laughs> before. Um, so I picked an obscure woman. It all had to be women of the Bible. And just the, the learning and the fun of just... Reading the Bible and finding out what God did um, was just really great. So, thank you, Savannah, for stretching us um, as we did that.
0: Amen. Thanks to you. I think do we have one more over here, Roberta. Yeah.
6: Um. So, how have I grown? I. It's been a wonderful year of renewal for me. Mm -hmm. I think I, in 2022, I think I was arguing a lot with God. I think I was letting the world just fill my thoughts too much. Mm -hmm. And um, I've grown, and I'm one of those people that you mentioned in your sermon. I try to complicate everything. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of this year has just been stripping it down. And in that, I've grown tremendously Mm -hmm. and... So I thank the women in my Bible study group, and I thank your sermons, and I thank my wonderful husband, who have just speaking truth in my life and bringing it very simply down to the gospel, and not all the other things I've been putting in it. So it's been a very good year.
0: Praise God. Amen. All right. Now we get to share some ideas. <laughs> For New Year's, I don't know if you do resolutions or whatever. It's just a good time to reflect on your your patterns in life and are there any new patterns that you hope to uh, start this year to facilitate growth in Christ. after this question we're going to go into a time of worship that's what the band's <laughs> doing behind you <laughs> guys guys we got to get the drapes and then <laughs> kill the lights elaine <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: Teacher asked a question, mm-hmm. and nobody answered. I always had my hand up because I always felt bad for them. So, <laughs> okay, what can I we'll say? <laughs> um, but my daughter and John gave me a gift um, in which I just started yesterday. That it reflects upon my life, and I have to answer questions. And at the end of the year, it'll become a book. And. Um, The the question was about my birth and uh, who was there and so forth and so on, which of course I don't have a clue. But uh, but what is in my thoughts is that um, every little puzzle piece that was put in uh, my life by God and the directions that he blessed me in it was from, right from that start. And um, it, it's amazing, I, I could go on for hours, how um, just my uncle became a pastor of a church down the road. So my father insisted that I go there, even though my dad did no, no longer believed. But because my uncle was a pastor, I started on that road in church. And I stayed in that church till I got married. And um, what a blessing that was. But, you know, look and think about when God touched you. And he's going to continue to do that no matter what happens in the world. Um, And you can rely on that, as I said before. But thank you, John and Grace,
3: for that.
0: Alright, we're going to go into a time of worship now, but before we do, I just want to share my my one prayer for us as a church, as your pastor, for us to go closer to Christ, is just for you to come to cherish the presence of God. For you to pursue it wholeheartedly, like it is the one thing that matters in your life more than anything else. For you to just love your time with God. For you to pursue his presence, to be with him, to know him more, to experience that fellowship with him. That's the foundation of our life with God, is to just be with him. My prayer for us is that we would come to cherish it this year. Lord, God, we thank you for these stories. Thank you, Lord, for the work that you are doing in your people. Lord, as we worship you now, would you continue to stir in our hearts, Holy Spirit. Give us a longing for you, not just what you will do for us, but just for you, to be with you, to dwell in your presence, to delight in you, to gaze upon you, beholding the glory of the Lord, and so be transformed into the image of Christ. It's in your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen.